0: than any year before, and interest rates are on the rise. And consumer news today, is the real estate market in for another month? Refinancing is at an all-time high. How can you determine if a refi is the right option for you? When you need the facts, you need to go to the source. And now, from Eastern Montana's number one mortgage lender, it's the Montana Mortgage Show.
1: And welcome to the Montana Mortgage Show. I am your host, Angel Byron, and I am sitting here, as always, with uh, two amazing guys, Aww. Tucker and Kyle, Hi, in the Angel. studio.
2: So sweet, yeah. <laughs> I, I like, like this build, energy. Though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and energy. keep it up.
1: And we also have a very special guest who is just one of the most brilliant minds I've ever met. <laughs> Changing
0: the game. Now you have to live up to that too. Holy Holly cow. Holly
3: Dickey. Hi
0: Holly. Welcome to uh, the studio (laughs) today. Thank
3: you. Thank you for having me. Yeah,
0: we got some pretty, um, what what did you say, first ever before done stuff to talk about today in the state? Yes,
1: specialty programs is what I was going to talk about. Um, You know, there's different programs that are out there that people, you know, kick around and that are available on the websites and stuff like that, but actually... Getting one, get somebody qualified for one and closing one is two completely different uh, subjects. So, um, the reason why I'm bringing Holly in today was that she actually closed a loan that hasn't been closed in our region since 2009. So,
0: So, before we get into that, let me ask you, why has it been nine years since this type of loan has been closed?
1: uh, Okay. could be a whole bunch of different reasons, oh, but okay. I'll let uh, Holly chime
3: in on that. Yeah, one. I was just like, I, was like, I know like, that one. I know yeah, that like, one. Yeah, like,
0: why why is it such a difficult loan?
3: So they're just not around much anymore. Um, mainly because so back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, there was a lot of foreclosures. Um, and there's, I mean, there are still quite a few foreclosures, but it's less and less than it was back then, but also HUD only offers this certain periods or certain time periods on very specific properties. So it's a, it's, it's kind of like right place, right time. Um, and if you can get it all to mash up together.
0: That's the, that's the secret sauce. That's the sauce, yeah. That's the, sauce, okay. yeah. <laughs> that's Very the Big Mac sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, how much time and work did you have to put in to so be able to make this happen?
3: So, the closing was 45 days, so I was able to meet a 45-day closing, which is mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Um, not that a 45-day closing is difficult, but on any specialty programs, because um, you're dependent on not only the property, you're dependent on the buyer, and on this particular program, I was dependent on a whole bunch of other people as well. So it's, it was just a matter of me staying on top of everyone and just, you know, you need this to me on this date. If you don't get it to me by this date, you know, we're not going to make closing. And, and HUD is very difficult as far as um, extensions. If you just have a regular purchase transaction, you know, sellers are pretty lenient as far as um, being able like, oh, if you need two days extra for closing, mm-hmm. they're not going to throw too big of a fit about it. As long as you have a, a good reason, HUD is very, you close this day or you have a reason why you're not closing this day and you have to pay an extension fee. Sometimes they'll waive that extension fee, but it has to be a very particular reason. So they're very, very guidelines, very particular on their properties. So, wow.
0: Very, yeah. very interesting. So is, does this particular loan hasn't been done since 2009, is it a loan that could apply to a lot of people? Like there's a lot of people that could use this loan and it's just never been closed?
3: So anybody who qualifies for an FHA loan could potentially qualify for this program. So it's okay. it's pr- pretty much any FHA buyer. What makes it super unique though is, um, so s- this year between June and August, if you had a purchase contract, so in Billings, there was three particular homes that you could use this Program for three. Three. <laughs> oh, wow. So, <laughs> in that time period. So, um, there was three particular homes that people could uh, and, and what it is, it's the $100 down program. So, if you got an accepted offer on this program, you only had to put $100 wow. as a down payment. Insane. Not only that, though, um, Holly
1: tagged that with a repair escrow. So, not only because uh, sometimes HUD homes are not in the best shape. So, she also got the client's $10,000 10, 10, 10, to put Towards repairs after they closed, so they not only put hundred dollars down on this house, that was their minimum contribution. They also got ten thousand dollars to fix up the house after they closed. Wow! Mm-hmm.
3: So it was pretty. It was. They were really excited, and they were first-time homebuyers. So oh, perfect. In the beginning, I was like. Oh my goodness! You guys have never bought a house before, and you're going to—we ta- you, are together are going to tackle right <laughs> a well, program and stuff that hasn't been done in nine gave years. What did you
2: hope that you could get the deal done on something like that?
3: I'm not in the beginning. I was like, oh my gosh, this <laughs> sounds like <laughs>
2: you knew it was a challenge. Yeah,
3: I was like, oh my gosh, how are we gonna pull this off? But I—I I just was very honest up front with them, and I've closed HUD deals before, uh-huh. so and I know those are difficult. So yeah. I just told them uh, honestly. My honest conversation was when you feel like the sky is falling, <laughs> know that I've got you. I Love told him that verbatim. When you feel like the sky is falling, know that I've got you. It's not falling until I tell you the sky is falling. When right. I tell you the sky, <laughs> then you can panic. But it, when it feels like there's no hope, know that I've got you, and then I will get it done, and I will work through it, um, you know, unless I tell you the sky is right, falling. In a,
2: <laughs> in a situation like that, do you have, like, a backup plan in place in case – Do you have a backup loan situation behind? Usually.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Usually. But it's very hard when borrowers don't have their own down payment or are relying on down payment assistance and things Mm. like that because we do have backup plans and backup down payments. But when you're working with HUD, even your backup options, you have to get it all done within 45 days. Mm. So if that fell through, I was like, oh, crap. Like, What are we going to do next? Because um, with this particular property and a lot of HUD homes – they don't qualify on their own because their appraisal comes in subject to repairs. So this particular property, the roof was bad. So you can't... I mean, if they don't have the money to fix the roof, because HUD doesn't allow repairs to be done prior to, and you can only finance up to a certain amount Mm -hmm. before closing into the loan and stuff, which was a a roof exceeds (laughs) $5,000 a lot lot of the time. So it was just kind of a, a... Everybody that I talked to and was able to line things up with, it was just kind of a like a rainbow effect, like a oh, this is happening. Oh, yay, okay, wow. this went through. Yeah. And so right. there was a moment where I was like, oh my gosh, this guy is falling. But of course, I didn't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, that's usually when
1: she comes in and sits in front of me, and I'm like, okay, we got this, we got this, yeah. let's figure this out, let's work through it, and everything. She even went on vacation in the middle of this transaction, oh. and I had to to step in and oh, reassure the clients the and kind of guide them oh. on a few things and stuff like that. And and then when she came back, I was like, it's all yours again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a
3: very detailed oriented person and a very OCD person. And I like checklists and i like, I'm a very list person. Cause yeah. then I know exactly what's expected and stuff like that. So when I left on vacation, I made a big, page list of where everything was at and what needed to happen and oh
2: man we need more detail oriented list makers yeah. like you in this world they would solve a lot of uh, <laughs> world crises they, they, they do amazing there. things they do yeah. yeah definitely yeah they do I am not I one, one of those guys I waste a lot guys. of paper though so <laughs> <laughs> I think they would be <laughs> some attention there. to detail in the mortgage industry is probably one of the most important traits
1: we, yeah we hear a lot of horror stories that people had to pay extra or um, pay for things after the closing that they had no idea that they they would have had to pay and things like that. And and uh so being very detail oriented and making sure that all of those things follow through for your mm-hmm. clients is extremely important because the last thing after you buy a house, you put that down payment down, you do all of that kind of stuff. The last thing you want to do is be like, Oh, <laughs> we forgot to charge you for this. Here's this bill. Oh, uh, absolutely. And I just had a horror story like that. Uh what did I tell you about that, that three like days ago? Of, yeah. <laughs> so I've um done stuff like that. Yeah. And so uh, it's very important to be very detail oriented and, and to know that you're working with somebody that, uh, you know, like like Holly said, don't don't panic, don't stress out until we tell you to stress out. Other than that, we got you, we're going to wa- work through whatever it is, um, and we're basically a team with you to get you to where you
3: want to be, so. Well, well and another thing about that, because it hasn't been done in so long, and there there was a lot of people that are like, I have no idea how we're supposed to do this. So it was a very, I spent, I can't even tell you how many hours I spent in the FHA guidelines, like with just my nose in the guidelines. Like, <laughs> okay, we have to figure out how this is done, just mm. just to make sure we're doing it correctly and structuring everything correctly. So there was there was a lot of time invested in this, but not now that I've done it, I'm like, <laughs> anybody else we'll need to do it need? again? Anybody <laughs> else need, a, need a we'll so. to need to have Come now. on in. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I got this. How many
2: attempts do you think have been made at this loan program over nine
3: years? I don't. I couldn't even tell so you. So a lot of failed attempts. I would assume. I
1: would assume. A lot. I w- well, and if you call around a lot, I, I would assume that a lot of lenders would probably be like, yeah, we can do it. Can we do it? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, you know, like you
0: tell them yes, and then yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: like yeah, we can do that. Come on in, and then they're you know whispering to their manager, can we do
3: that? You know. <laughs> so um, well, and there, that's another good point. Is a lot of lenders don't even know. A lot of it is. a lot of mm. lenders won't even, even touch them. Yeah. They yeah.
1: won't even touch them because they don't know how to do them, so they won't even touch them. So um, so that is the $100 down and escrow repair. She put those two together and, and got it closed. But there's a lot of specialty programs out there that are really fantastic. Down payment assistance programs. Um, we have grant programs where we'll grant you 2% of the down payment. You come in with 1.5% of the down payment. We have bank statement programs. Um... And so, what I would like to talk about is kind of delve into that bank statement program because that is very helpful for a lot of self-employed borrowers. Yes. And so, the the bank statement program is... So, a lot of self-employed borrowers, uh, Tucker, Kyle, and myself included, um, we... You know, we try to write off as much as we can on our taxes and all that kind of stuff, so we keep our tax debt low. Mm -hmm. Um, That's just a a, a bonus of uh, being self employed, and 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 honestly, anybody tries to write off as much as they can on their taxes so they can lower their tax bill. Right. I don't know anybody that's like, yay, sign me up for a thirty thousand dollar tax bill. How can I pay more? How can I pay more? (laughs) Right. Nobody gives does that whole. (laughs) Is there a donation box? (laughs) I know my tax bill is only this, but I'd like
3: to give them another (laughs) thousand. Dollars. <laughs> so, exactly. and the, if you've the got the that kind, kind of money, <laughs>
1: give <laughs> me a call. Yeah, if you've got that kind force. of money, let me know. I'll put it to use for you. Yeah, <laughs> you can <laughs> donate to me. And I'll give yeah. you my account. I'll set up That's my right. GoFundMe <laughs> account. You can just put it right in there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, a lot of self employed people kind of get screwed on the secondary market guidelines because we go off of tax returns. That's mm-hmm. all, that's the only thing. If you're self employed, you are 20% more or of the company, um, then we have to go off of your tax returns. Right. And if your tax returns show that you make negative $300,000, um, you're not getting a mortgage. It's just not going to happen. Exactly.
2: What if like on, on the P&L, like in my situation, like most of the income that I made this year will be reinvested into a new location? And so that might happen for the following three years. You're
1: talking about P&L versus actual taxes. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't go off P&L. We'll use a and l to support your income for this year mm-hmm. off of your taxes of the last two years. But we go off your tax returns. Gotcha. So it's actually what you claim to the government that you make, mm-hmm. what you actually pay taxes on so you can make you know five hundred thousand dollars in gross revenue mm-hmm. but if you tell the government and you only pay taxes on ten thousand dollars of that mm-hmm. there are certain things we can add back depreciation and a few other things but the, you know depending on if unless you have a hundred thousand dollars worth of depreciation which a lot of people don't mm-hmm. um then we're going off of that ten thousand dollars and ten thousand dollars a year does not buy you a lot of house doesn't so. buy you not
3: yeah but there is also caveats to that also that we can kind of piece together as far as, um, you know, if you had a specific, like say in 2016, you had a normal year, but in 2017, you expanded mm-hmm. and you, you know, purchased all this equipment or a new location or something like that. But then it kind of died down and steadied back down at 2018. You know, we have some lenders that'll, that'll take that into consideration and kind of work with you on that as long as there is... But in 2016,
1: you still had to have claimed income too. Right. So if you claimed you know if at the end of the year agi reported $50,000 and then 2017 came around and you reinvested a ton of money and you only made 10 but then 2018 came back around and you made 50 again we can in, we a lot of times we can exclude that one year mm. if we can show that that was just a off random year mm-hmm. so a lot of times underwriters will also throw out your income if you had a huge decrease on your income too but mm-hmm. if we can explain that um, uh, so I had clients that one year, um, they made, you know, like $75,000 and the next year they made like 150 and then the next year they only, they were back down to 175. Well, mm. he was a roper and he won a car. <laughs> mm, so that sure. doesn't happen all the time. Right. And then I was able, I actually went through and I, uh, they, they're a rancher too. And so, um, I was able to track cattle prices and there was just extremely, they sold. They had the exact same amount of stock. They sold the exact same amount of stock, but it, cattle prices in that particular year were really high, wow. and so I was able to piece all that together and get them closed, where they had been turned ba- down by several banks. Yeah, we don't give up. We yeah. Don't well, up.
0: just having the knowledge, though, that you can do that. Right. I mean, is well, I'm putting is crazy. it all
1: together and everything, and being like, I mean, if I ever told anybody that didn't work with, you know, with us in Keystone that I tracked cattle prices, they'd be like, you did what to get somebody a (laughs) mortgage?
0: So,
3: but it's just knowing
1: how to do that. So, but, um, if, if we can't put together your bank statements and we can't show any kind of. Um, anomalies or anything like that. Then we have what's called a bank statement program, which is really awesome for like contractors because contractors write everything off, oh. everything. Um, then what we do is we take 12 months or 24 months of your bank statements. We add up all the deposits and then just depending if it's a personal account, then we can use all those deposits towards your income. If it's a business account, then we usually use like a 50% factor or we mm-hmm. get a P&L to figure out what your cost factors are. Mm-hmm. And um, we might take that you know, $500,000 of deposits, we factor that down to 50% to give you 50% for business costs, and then we use tw- $250,000 a year for income. Now $250,000 a year for income is a lot, lot more and buys you a lot more house than $10,000 a year that's shown on your taxes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So that's a really great program for people too. And um, we've actually helped quite a few people uh, get into houses that would not have otherwise been able to get into houses.
3: I will say if you're self-employed, Angel is the best person to take your taxes to. I still, I mean, she (laughs) trained me and I still am like, Oh my God! You have 17 businesses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, give me 10 minutes. And I'm like, I'm like, Angel, you oh. this stop 17 <laughs> businesses. <laughs> I'm, that's I'm, awesome. Uh, yeah. You laugh, but
1: there's. It's people <laughs> <There's laughs> of Well, and it's just like she she just closed a deal. When did you just close your yesterday? Yesterday, um, like she just yesterday. closed a Another deal one. that was self-employed, and the file got denied. And I had reviewed it and everything, because so I try to review every file before it goes in anywhere, so I can you know, just kind of catch anything ahead of time or whatever. And it came back with a denial and she walks in my office and she's like, You reviewed this and you helped me with the income and it's my self employed people and, and help me. Yeah, I awesome. was
3: like I was like, no 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 and And know, she
1: argued and argued and argued with the underwriter, so I, I pulled out the taxes. Like they're
3: just not I pulled up it. the guidelines, right.
1: I wrote a letter, boom, had an approval. But I was just cause I and and part of me wants to go back to the lender and be like, Okay, I just trained your underwriter. I need I need uh, can, I can I get some kind of kickback, kickback. for that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But as far as self employed, like I've been self employed forever and I just I I don't know. It just clicks for me. I just get it. So, yeah. And well, I know helpful. what to look for, where to look for it, um, and what can be added back and what can't and, and all that kind of stuff. Because just depending on whether it's a VA, FHA, or conventional, they all have different guidelines of what you can add back and what you can't. Right. And depending on what they file, if they file an 1120 or an 1120S or if they file Schedule Cs or whatever, there's different, like, yeah, you can add back depreciation on all of those, but depending on what forms they file, they're all in different boxes. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what boxes, to look for um because there's depreciation on certain things and then there'll be like um you know like whatever form it is i think it's the 4372 or something like that that's a depreciation form um but it, then there's other like um post 1986 depreciation that you can also get but that's in a completely different box but wow. people don't even know where to look for that particular stuff so, so.
0: is there a one or two loan programs that is most often used for self-employed like like is there just is there a couple popular ones well we start with the, taxes the first best? because
1: taxes are going to uh, being able to take it to a conforming market loan is going to give you the best rate and the best deals it will but if if the taxes just aren't going to work then that's when we'll go to a portfolio type product gotcha. it has a higher interest rate and usually a, a higher down payment but and I would say
3: sometimes a longer closing too. and a longer
1: closing. It's mm-hmm. a more arduous process, right. but it's a portfolio in-house loan where you you either you want it or you don't at that point yeah, in time. Right. Right. So. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. So and, you know, honestly, self-employed people and I'm sure you guys can vouch for this. We're used to paying a little bit more for stuff because right. we're business owners and commercial stuff just isn't as it as inexpensive as residential type right. stuff. Mm-hmm, right. So we're kind of used to that anyways. Um, and if it means, you know, this is the way I always think about it too. If it means, you know, paying a little bit more in extra or putting a little bit more down payment, but not having to donate my money to the IRS.
0: Right. Totally. Why Perfect. Yeah. yeah,
1: I'd rather invest it in myself. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So Definitely. it's, all, it's mm-hmm. always going to be the so if a best
2: business stuff. is doing like 2 million in revenue. Mm-hmm. They get approved for a million dollar home.
3: Deposit. Well, it depends on what it, it. What do you like?
2: In in gross
3: sales. Deposits. Gross deposits. Yeah, yeah. They could. Yeah, they could potentially. Yeah, call as long for as that. it's not like a unique one-time I deposit, because you have to exclude right. all unique one-time deposits. Like yeah. if you get a tax refund, which yeah, most because right. that's know. not something that's reoccurring. But if it's <laughs> a business deposit,
1: there's
2: a lot of restaurants will do like w- a million to like one point five, and mm-hmm. some of them. We'll lose like $50,000 on a million dollars. It's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Restaurants are expensive. Yeah. Restaurants are expensive. But they'd still be approved for 500000 Potentially. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm shooting That's for $2 million in revenue and there then we we're getting a million dollar home, <laughs> baby. <laughs> <laughs> Our max on the
1: bank statement program is $2.2 2 Wow. That's so. cool. So you can. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah, and the nice thing a with it, too, um, that I was explaining, I just met with some clients right before this. Um, the nice thing about that, too, is it's a portfolio program, so you don't have mortgage insurance either. So you're not even if you put 10 percent down, there's no mortgage insurance. So you're not wasting your money on that. Right. Yeah, it's a little bit higher of an interest rate. But once you factor in the fact that you don't have mortgage insurance um, and you're not you know, you don't have to pay thirty thousand dollars in taxes in order to be able to buy a house. That's fantastic. It may end up yeah. being a little
0: bit of a better deal, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yep.
1: That's so a you got going to think mortgage interest is tax too. deductible for you anyway, so mm-hmm. it's just another tax deduction that us self-employed
3: business people love. Yeah. It's just nice right. to offer that option because it's not just a, nope, can't help you, see you next year, mm-hmm. or anything like that. Mm-hmm. It's a, well, you don't qualify for this, but we have this one if you want it, or you mm-hmm. have the option mm-hmm. to wait until, you know, You claim more in taxes. Mm -hmm. We go over the
1: pros and cons and stuff with each one of our clients. And we tell them, you know, if you do have a year or two years where you claim at least this amount of money in order to be able to afford this mortgage, then you can refinance this loan at any point in time, too. So. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's a really great program. how bad do you want
3: the house and do Mm -hmm. you want it right now? Right. Mm -hmm. It's Mm -hmm. almost
2: like one would have to stop investing into the company to show more income to get the house that they want unless they're using the program. Yeah, with
1: the tax returns,
3: yeah. Yeah. Or stop taking – because, I mean, you don't have to use all of your Mm write-offs. It's smart, too, obviously, Mm. but you don't have to do that. So a lot of people will cut back on – How much they actually claim on their write-offs? Right on their Mm -hmm. write-offs. That
0: is not the mode that I'm in right Right.
3: now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's great though to know that there are these unconventional options Mm -hmm. that you know not just everybody thinks about, but there's a, a. good faction of the population that these apply to well and then for
1: real estate investors um on investment programs or investment properties if you have your 25 percent to put down which is the typical down payment on an investment property we have stated income programs and stuff too where they don't go off of your personal income or your personal debts at all really so as long Mm -hmm. as the property qualifies so say it usually has to have a dsc of 1.2 so what that means what's a
2: dsc again debt me. service coverage okay so
1: if your payment is 800 then technically you need to be make about 960 bucks on that property per month in order oh, for sure. that debt service coverage to cover that payment so is
2: that just projection or
1: yeah well we would back that up with leases mm-hmm. or something like so you'd that you'd have
2: to
3: pre-lease
1: pre-lease or you can get uh, a fannie Mae 10 uh, is it a 1065?
3: Are you talking about where they appraise, or essentially A appra- cost analysis yeah, a for cost the analysis. appraisal. Gotcha. Yeah, we can get a I don't know what that cost analysis. I think
1: but it's a, the ten Fannie, Mar- Fannie Mae 1065 that where the appraiser will go out there and get comparables and say what the market rate for that rent is. Oh, or sure. if it's already currently rented, a lot of times they are, mm-hmm, um, then we true. just get whatever the rental amount is on it currently.
0: Nice. Because you're not mm-hmm. going to like go back and rent. It's not like you're going to lower the rent. The no, you you're, you're going to raise the rent. <laughs> the right. rental market is crazy <laughs> in this town, too. Right. There's some, mm-hmm. like, really garbage places going for
2: $1,500 a month and then there's some, like, solid places going for $1,200. So yeah, it, it right. is. Crazy. weird.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know a you lot could, of the small I didn't know you could use comps like that either mm-hmm. on rental yep. properties. So that's really cool. Yeah. yeah
1: and, in fact, if you're going to buy a rental property and say you don't, because a, uh, a lot of banks and stuff will say, oh, well, you need to qualify you for your current house payment and your projected house payment and we can't use any projected rent. If you have a... Um, if you have a history of having any kind of rental or landlord experience or anything like that, then we can get a 1065 to say what that would rent for, and use that projected amount to di- to um, Very cool. qualify towards the payment too. Nice. Wow. So. So there's more lots people, of options. More lots people would be into
2: real estate if they knew I think this so. information. I'm gonna yeah. say
1: real estate is such a fantastic investment because you can't make more dirt. You literally cannot right. make more dirt. True. You can it's make true. more of, of almost everything out there, but you can't make more dirt.
2: You can make more snow, but you can't make more dirt. You <laughs> can make snow. Yeah. <laughs> Red Lodge <laughs> right. Mountain makes it true. every year. Yep. Nobody's gonna be <laughs> Just going out there. Was f- mind blowing. Nobody's
0: <laughs> gonna form a new <laughs> continent in the middle of the Pacific anytime Actually, soon.
2: Actually, <laughs> uh, United Arab Emirates are they're already doing that. What? Mm-hmm.
1: Where are they getting? They're they're making. They're more like
2: dirt? throwing a bunch of. So they're not making more. They're okay. just okay. moving the dirt. <laughs> You're right. right. <laughs> <dang> it. <laughs> transplanting. They're, they're creating. Yeah, they're transplanting. Well, that's it's crazy. Interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought I was gonna. Myth
0: bust that.
2: No, boo. Well,
0: it's been fantastic info today. Yeah. I mean, that's, uh, yeah. Especially the specialty, I think this specialty to a lot programs people, and...
1: are um, very much a necessary. You know, it helped her clients get into that house for $100 yeah. down. It's helped several of my clients buy houses when, you you know, necessarily their tax returns or whatever didn't show income and and things like that. So specialty programs are a definite necessity in our business because not everybody qualifies and we don't like to tell people no. We like to tell people, um, you know, okay, do this, this, and this, and you'll be ready in six months. Or we like to say, okay, this program might not be an option, but here's this program or this program, and here's the pros and cons of those. Yeah, we don't
3: just have a box. To fit people into because not everybody, you know, it's not black and white. Mm-hmm. People have specific situations and things right. like that that we're able to look at as a whole. So, I think Well,
0: that's yeah, and, and that's crucial too. And I also think that, you know, people that, that may not think or they fall in a certain income range that maybe wouldn't qualify them for your traditional loans they don't need to be skeptical about that or even think when they come in and talk to you that there's Mm going to be judgment passed on that as well. Mm. Um, Really, it's just options. There's Mm -hmm. a lot of options to look at. Well, I think
3: that's what holds a lot of people back too is that they're afraid of their current situation. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily afraid of their current situation, but afraid of being looked down on for their current situation. Exactly. I could
0: see how that would happen. And
3: I always tell my clients, I don't care what happened last year Mm -hmm. or two months ago or two weeks. It's about how we move forward and Mm -hmm. how we're going to fix things forward. So if you have a goal set in mind, I'm going to help you get there whether we can do that right now or whether it's going to take us two years Angel's had clients she's been working with for three years I've had clients that I worked with for Uh, over two, you know. She just closed
1: clients that she's been working with for two years. You mean on one Mm -hmm. deal?
0: Yes. Or a repeat? On one deal. One deal. deal. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Just, I mean, just because they had questions and they weren't ready. And then we had to fix credit and save for a down payment. And, and, you know, I'm there from the entire time, whether they're emailing me 15 times a week. Or, you know, once every month or something like that, you know. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's just. I We don't like to give up on people. We don't. Right. <laughs> well, That's man. full so service, good. man. That is. So That's what full it's service. all about. Well, so we even
1: help people after the fact, too. Um, I had a client come in about two months ago, and he was like, Angel, my, my loan was set up on auto pay, but my loan got sold. And just so you know that, that everybody sells loans. If anybody tells you right. they don't sell loans or that they won't sell your loan, they may not sell it for a while, but chances are it's going to get sold. And when a loan sells, they can't change any of your terms or anything like that. But um, we can talk about secondary market rules and servicing on another podcast. But – so he came in to me and he's like, uh, "My loan finally changed, and it was like three years later." Oh, and wow. they and he was like, "I just I want to get it set up on auto pay again, and and here's my statement and here's my checkbook, can you get it all set up?" I was like, "Okay." <laughs> so mm-hmm. we we got him a username, we did all that, we went through it, we set up set him up on auto pay again. I printed off his confirmations, and he's like, "Thank you."
2: amazing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> And he went about his day again. So <laughs> he, you know, so three years later, we'll still yeah. help you with things and walk you through stuff and all of that kind of stuff. So that's what it's that's about. That's what we're here for. So
0: it's fantastic. Well,
1: can you think of any other specialty programs? Well, we do have the fifteen percent
3: investment. We do.
1: So we do it. have an investment program with only 15% down. We have the HUD-184 program, which is f- absolutely phenomenal. We're going to do a um, a whole podcast just on the HUD-184 program. We've talked
0: about that before and, yeah, yeah, how big of a program that is. What we is it?
1: It's specifically for Native Americans. Okay. It's a lower down mm-hmm. payment, a lower, lower down mortgage payment. insurance, all that fun stuff. Cool.
2: Wow.
0: So yeah, yeah. I, I, c- <laughs> I would say that could take up an entire episode.
1: What's the sure.
2: 15% <laughs> uh, investment?
1: Where you can just buy an investment property with only
3: 15% down. Gotcha. Which most lenders are anywhere from 20 to 25%. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'd say most of them are at least 25%. Yeah.
2: That's awesome. That's what I thought it was, 25%. Mm-hmm. So there is a program that drops 15 at 10%. 15% percent. Percent. down. <laughs> That's crazy.
0: Talk about a huge savings. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm excited to touch those. The, uh, the, these specialty program episodes are probably my favorite because you just don't hear about them. Mm-hmm. You know, you, they're just not like uh, normal. You don't. So yeah, you,
2: <laughs> you, yeah do exactly. you don't. Every yeah. week we're blowing <laughs> Tucker's mind. You yeah, are. Sh- <laughs> it is. There's, there's a lot of free information here yeah. that, I mean, it, it could change the trajectory of one's life or mm-hmm. even their per- profession
0: life, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and that's a big deal. Yeah. That's
0: game a big deal.
1: So there's a myth buster right there for you. You don't need 25% to down to buy an investment property.
3: Well, I have, I have clients who still think you need 20% down to purchase. No. Just a owner occupied no. That's what everybody always started this. That's No. Stop doing that. Don't think that. Okay. Get out of that. Sorry. <laughs> don't that's pass why you guys are here, though. Oh,
2: no. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, won't I master. Mean, yeah. Trust me. <laughs>
0: the, the normal, I think. Normally, people just assume that. Like, yeah. that's always what's been said. You got to have mm-hmm. 20% down. Mm-hmm. 20%. And then, yeah, we went, you the about, lowest
2: yeah. down payment is. Zero percent. Yes.
1: Um, yeah. And we even have 15. our 80-15-5s. So if you have 5% to put down and you don't want to pay mortgage insurance, we can do an 80% first, a 15% second, piggyback those together, and you only need 5% down, and you don't have mortgage insurance. If but you boom. don't
2: have mortgage insurance when you default, then there's n- no protection, right? There's
1: no protection for the lender. Gotcha. The so mortgage, mortgage insurance... insurance Insures the lender. You pay the premium. So it's all It insures downside. the lender. There's yeah. no upside to
2: it. Right. Interesting. I didn't know it that. It doesn't either. insure you at all.
3: Which is why conventional allows it to drop off. At 78 percent. Yeah, because gotcha. at that point, you know, you've you got know, equity in the house. How property. much yeah.
2: will that tag on to a monthly
1: payment?
3: Depends on the purchase price. Mm. It all goes
1: off purchase price and your credit score. So what about on like a three hundred thousand and loan to value three
2: hundred thousand dollar house
1: depends on your what your loan to value is. So if it's a $500,000 house, you got, you know, a 60% equity. Mm-hmm. Um and then at that point in time you don't have mortgage insurance. But if you only buy it for, you know, 325 and you're doing 300, that's about a 90% LTV. Um at that point in time, it's going to depend I'd on your credit th- score. I'd but th- it's going to be a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, at least, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow.
2: Makes a big difference. Mm-hmm. The Huge first difference. time, the
3: conventional first-time homebuyer. What's nice about that, though, is they offer a lower mortgage insurance. Yeah, with the home ready and stuff. Mm-hmm. Home ready and uh, what's the other one? Home now. Home now. Yeah, they um, offer a lower mortgage insurance rate for a first-time homebuyer. So that's really nice because it's it's a significant. Um, what it, what's the word? rate decrease Yeah, on mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it's all off factors so you might have
1: like a 0.85 factor you might have a 1.13 factor or whatever so um that's why we say it depends on your loan amount because they're going to give you a factor and then you factor that off of your loan amount mm-hmm. um but uh, and there's different companies that give better rates to people with higher credit scores mm. and things like that so we have access to all of that um, as far as the different mortgage insurance companies and stuff like that, which is why it's so important to shop around for your mortgage because um, you could get the exact same mortgage um, through another lender or another bank or something, but then come to us. It could be the exact same interest rate and everything, but we might be able to shop that mortgage around, mortgage insurance around mm-hmm. and get that mortgage insurance to be less for you.
3: Or even say we're like an eighth higher or something like that on your rate mm-hmm. because we don't charge origination or underwriting fees or mm-hmm. anything like right. that. Mm-hmm. But we get you a better mortgage insurance. A lot of people just look at the rate and they're like, well, your interest rate's higher. Yeah. But look at the fees you're paying for mm-hmm. your rate and then look at the discount we give you on your mortgage insurance. Right. So it's it you definitely want to you want to compare numbers for sure, but you also want to be sure that you're you're talking to someone who can explain those those different factors and numbers and everything mm-hmm. to you that's educated to kind of explain the reasons why and why it's different or you know what one benefits you more that can run amortization schedules and things like that for you. So you definitely want someone who's knowledgeable about programs and their specific situation also. Because no, everyone's yeah, for sure.
0: different. Yeah. Well, and the more knowledgeable that your loan officer is, the more you're going to win. I mean, it's just yeah, the way right. it is. Definitely. So, yeah, Well, it's fantastic. Yeah, fantastic info today. There's something for everybody, everyone. There really is. is the key. (laughs) (laughs) That's the takeaway from this. Mm -hmm. So as always, if you have any questions about any of this, you can always go to keystonehomelones.com and uh, send an email. You can also pick up the phone and give them a call. We encourage you also to listen to all of our uh, podcasts that we've done up until this point. Every episode is like this. It's just like one truth bomb after another. It's just a download of Mm -hmm. information that you can Mm -hmm. use. What do we call ourselves? Educate yourself on your time. Mythbusters. Yeah, the mortgage mythbusters. Mortgage (laughs) mythbusters. I like that. We we need to trademark this. Yes. That's awesome. (laughs) So if you ever have any questions, these gals are always there for you, and um, they'll... They'll they'll find an answer. That's mm-hmm. just what Keystone and, does. And so. you got to
2: look for Angel on Snapchat now. If you that's see right. here on, mm-hmm. on your Snapchat, make sure you swipe up.
0: I just saw her last night. I know you I just saw her today. today. I and was stories. very excited about What's it. What's the it's swiping awesome. up thing? Uh, that's really how people cool. are downloading the show. We yep. run these Snapchat teases. And mm-hmm. They swipe, just swipe up and it up brings and them straight to uh, the SoundCloud, SoundCloud link. Yeah. You can listen mm-hmm. there for free. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh, we're we're only on the top end of everything here. Yeah, right. <laughs> nothing but the best. That's, that's right. The, best. It's the Montana <laughs> right. Mortgage Show, everybody. We're number one in Montana Mortgage Podcast, the only one that I know of. Yep. So true. Mm-hmm. That's right.
3: That's the only one we need to know about. That's right. That's yeah. right. yeah. That's, only <laughs> that's, one that's the all, all you need to. I, all the others sure try to live first. up to us. Right. That's right. That's right. I'm pretty sure it's I definitely so the too. first in Montana for
2: sure. Trailblazing man. That's what it's all about. Trailblazing and building. Heck yeah.
0: Well, until next week, everybody, we will uh, see you. This is the Montana Mortgage Show from Keystone Mortgage Studios, and uh, we'll catch everyone
1: back here next week. See you next week, guys.
0: You've been listening to the Montana Mortgage Show, a product of Keystone Mortgage Company, NMLS number 966553. You can download every episode for free on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. For all of your property financing questions, visit KeystoneHomeLoans.com.